First line of Samachalef Amadalef, the Gemara starts here, continuing regarding the Seder of the Aved Yom Kippur, that it said in the Mishnah, you have to be particular about that Seder. We had an argument between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemia, whether it refers only in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, or even the Avedis that are done outside the Kedesh HaKadoshim, as long as it's done with the white garments. And here, the Gemara said before that if it's an Aveda done outside, but it's for the purpose of what's going to be happening inside, if you're shechting the carbon to bring the blood in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, you're doing the Chafina of the Keteres with the purpose to bring it into the Kedesh HaKadoshim, everybody would agree that that has to be done in the right Seder. So the Gemara brings another Allah related to all of this. Oma Ola, Ola said, Sa'ir sheshachtai kaidem matan damay shalpar. The sar that was shechted before you brought the blood inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim to spray the blood there. You've done nothing. In other words, to say that the way it was is, not only was the par, the blood of the par, sprayed in the Kedesh HaKadoshim before the blood of the Sawyer, but you didn't do the Shechita. The order was, first you shechted the par, and you brought it in, and you did the Zerika inside. Only after the, you were done with the Zerika, then you came to do the Shechita of the Sawyer. So therefore, if he did the Shechita of the Sawyer before, he did the Zerika of the Dam of the Par, that's out of order, you've done nothing. It's Tzayrich Pnim, and therefore it's out of order. Tanah, what we learn in our Mishnah, Dam Dam If you spray the blood of the Sawyer, before you spray the blood of the Sawyer, You have to do it over, and spray the blood of the Sawyer, after you spray the blood of the Dam Apar. So in the Mishnah, all it says is that you have to spray the blood over again. If what Ola says is true, so it should have said, that now you have to do the shechit over again. Right? Because apparently, if he, pray, he sprayed the blood of the soy before, there's another problem here, that he also did the shechita out of order. The shechita of the soy was done before, so he has to do the shechita all over again. Why didn't it mention that in the Mishnah? So the Gemara answers, Tirgema Ula, Ula explained that what the Mishnah, when it says this case is speaking about, it's not talking about <coughs> that he did the, the blood of the Sari before the, the blood of the Par inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim. It's referring to the Heichal. And if it's referring to the Heichal, so the Shechita wasn't necessarily done out of order. Once you're coming to the Heichal, the Shechita of the Sari was already done. So then, then he took the soil and he sprayed it before the par in the heichel. And the only thing that he has to switch around is the, the zrika of the blood, but not the shechita all over again. The Mishnah is talking about the matonis and the heichel that were done out of order. And therefore really what the Gemara here is saying is that this part of the Mishnah goes according to Rab Nechemyeh. That says that even outside the Kedesh HaKadoshim, in the heichel, if the zrika was done out of order, you have to do it over again. The next thing it said in the Mishnah was, So what it said in the Mishnah was, that if you made a mistake with the blood that was done inside the Heichal, so you have to do that over again, but you don't have to go back to what was done in the Kedesh HaKadosh. The Mishnah basically explained that, two, two points the Mishnah said. One point the Mishnah said was, that whatever is done inside, the, if you make a mistake in the Heichal, so you have to repeat that. You don't have to go back to what's done in the Kedesh HaKadosh. There are three separate stages here. Kedesh HaKadoshim, the Zerik is there, the Heichal, and then what's done in Mizbeach. If you make a mistake in each one of these stages, you have to repeat that stage. You don't have to go back to the previous stage. And then there was the other Machlaikis in the Mishnah, which the Gemara is going to soon discuss. Machlaikis between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yezah and Rabbi Shimon. If you make a mistake in the middle of one of these stages, what do you do? Do you have to start all over from the beginning of that stage? 
For example, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in the middle of the Zerika, by the fifth Zerika, you made a mistake. Do you have to start all over from the beginning? Or you don't have to start from the beginning, you start, you have to, uh, the, the blood, uh, what were we talking about over there actually? Uh, the t- talking about the blood that's spilled. Not a mistake. What happens if the blood spilled, that was, right? So if the blood spilled in the middle, do you have to start all over from the beginning? Or you bring new blood and you, you have to shecht a new carbon. The blood spilled, you have to shecht a new carbon, but you, you take off from where you made the mistake, from, from where the blood spilled, that is. That's Rabbi Yazan Rab Shimon. Whereas the Tanakhama said, no, if the blood spilled, you're going to have to start all the way from the beginning. So the Gemara is going to discuss this, but before it does, it brings another b'raise, where it brings the purpose of all of these rikis, what's the purpose of the kapara here? Tanara banan, in a b'raise we learned, where it explains the posik that uh, what's the purpose of the kapara. So you look on the side there, you have the whole full posik, it says the kapara v'chiper, es mikdash ha-kodesh. The kapara of the spraying these bloods in the, the Kaidash Kadashim or Mchlala Yim Kippur. So it's gonna be Mechapa for Mikdash Akadesh, Vesayal Mayid, Vesamizbehi Khaper, Valakainim, Valkalama Koya Khaper. So the Pasik here mentions a lot of different details what the purpose of this kapara is for. So the Braisa will explain what they're all about. So Tanarabana we learned in Abraisa Vikhiper is Mikdash Akadesh. When it says that it's Mukhaper on Mikdash Akadesh, on the Kedusha of the Kadesh, what does this refer to? Zelofnai Vulufnim. This refers to the Tumah of a person that while he was Tumah, he walked into the Kadesh Akadashim. And uh, as Rashir says, it's talking about a case that when the person walked in, he was aware that he's Tumah and he walked in anyways. So there was the idea, he knew what he was doing before in the beginning. And then later, he forgot about this, and he's supposed to bring a carbon oil of right? So he knew before, and then what happens is, it was Yidi in the beginning, but then actually when he walked in, he didn't realize where he was going, and he, and he went to the Kedusha Kedoshim. But then later, he's not, he forgot all about this. He doesn't know that he has to bring a carbon. So now, until he's going to remember what he did, until he's going to realize what he did, then he's not going to bring a carbon. So Yom Kippur is Machapa for that, for entering into the Kedusha Kedoshim. That's... Mikdash HaKadosh. Then when the Pasuk says it's Mechaper for Oil Mayid, it's Mechaper for entering Betome into the Oil Mayid, that's Zeh HaHeichel, that's entering into the Kadesh, into the Heichel. Then when it says Mizbeach Kemashmoy, refers to going by the Mizbeach when you're Tome. There are two Pshatim in this. One is that he was there and he remained there the period of time that you're not allowed to. Rashi says Kedesh Tachvoya, as long as it takes a person to bow. It's one Pshat or another Pshat as it refers to someone doing the Aveda on the Mizbeach while he was Tome. It's mechaper for that. And then the Pasuk says, Yechaper, it adds that, uh, it said right in the beginning, Vechiper, it says again, Yechaper, Elu Azores. That's Bechlal entering into the Azores, any of the parts of the Azores, while Yetomi. Then it says, Akayanim, that the Karbanis, the, the bloods that you bring on Yom Kippur, is mechaper for the Kayanim, Kimashmon. It, like, like it, it means literally, it's mechaper for any of the Kayanim that did any of their Aveda, any, anything that wasn't done the way it's supposed to be done. Then it says, Am HaKohol, that the 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 Kabbalas Yom Kippur are mechaper for all the Yidden, Eli Yisrael. This refers to all other Avedis Bechlal. That Yom Kippur is mechaper on all Avedis for all Yidden. Then it says again Yechaper Elo Alavim. This refers to all the Levim that it's mechaper for them. <coughs> so then the pasuk is saying here when it says Yechaper uh, in the end Hushvu Kulon LeKapara Achas. That all of these, all the Yidin, the Kayanim, the Leviim, are all equal with one kapara for all of the Avedis, besides the, um, the uh, 
Karbonis, which it says here, that they're machaper for the Tumah that they entered into the Beis HaMikdash. So for that you have the blood that was sprayed inside the Beis HaMikdash. And they're machaper for the Tumah and the Kedush HaKedoshim and the Heichal and by the Mizbeach and the Azara. But then when the Pasuk concludes another time at the end, Yechaper, what this is saying is that everybody is included together and equally in one Kapara. And where is this? How and in what part of the Aveda are they all included in one Kapara? This refers to the soil that's sent off to the Azazel, and that's Machapar on the rest of all of the Avedis of the Teireh, Ayim Kippur, through this soil of Mishtaleach. And that includes all Yidin equally, the Kayanim, the Leviim, and the Yisraelim. That's the Tanakhama. That's the, 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 the Par and the Soir that are brought inside. The, the, the Zrikis that are done in the Kaddish Kedoshim and in the Heichel and the Mizbeach, that's Machapa and the Tum of Mikdash. Then the rest of the Averis are Neskaper through the Sayyidah Mishtaleach, and that's Kailu all the Klal Yisrael together. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. That's how Rabbi Yehuda interprets this Pasik. Shimon Naimer, says, no, we divide the Kapara a bit differently. Kishem Shedama Sayyidah Nasa Bifnim. The dam of the soil that's brought inside, and you spray the blood inside, Mechaper al Yisrael, Betumas Mikdash Vekedoshah. It's mechaper on the Yidin for the Tumah, that if you entered into the Besamikdash in any of the places when you were Tomei, it's mechaper for that. Kach damapar mechaper ala kainim betumas mikdash v'kedosha. So, so too for the kainim, what's their kapara for entering while they're Tomei? That's with the par. Okay, so we have the carbon for the, for the Yidin, the soir chatos, that's brought for the Yidin, and there's the par that's brought for the kainim, that's mechaper for them. So in that sense, he's the same like Rabbi Yehuda, there's the kapara for the kainim and for the Yidin separately for their tumas. That's why there's two karbonas. But now, Rabbi Shema takes this a step further. And he says, <laughs> So by the Yidin, what's mechaper for the rest of the Avedis? Ayim Kippur. It's the vidui that the Kayin said before he sent away the Sari going to the Azazel. Right? So because there was no vidui that the Kayin said, on the soir that was shechted for the Yidin inside the Beis Hamikdash, the Kain only said vidui on the soir that he sent off to the Azazel, and it's that vidui that's mechaper for all of the Avedis. Kach vidui shall par mechaper ala Kain and b'shar Avedis. So too by the Kain for the Kainim, so the carbon the par that was brought for them, there was a vidui that was said right there for that. So therefore the Kainim, the kapot of all the rest of the Avedis, was not through the soir Mishtaleach, it was also through the vidui that was said on that par. Since there was a vidui set for them separately, it's that vidui that's mechaper for all the kainim. Dr. Gemara, now we come back to the main halacha that we were talking about regarding the bloods over here. What happens when, it got, when it's spilled? What do you have to do over? So there's a machlaikis about this. So, Tanarabanam, Ilot Nabrais, Pasik says, Vekila, mechaper es hakaidesh. You conclude of being mechaper in the, in the kaidesh. What is kaidesh referred to here? Zelafnai velafnim. This is in the kaidesh akadosh. Then it says in the continuation of that Pasik that you conclude also in the oil mayit zahechal. That's the zrika of the blood in the hechal. Then when it says mizbeach, you concluded the zrika on the mizbeach kamashmai. It refers to the mizbeach. What does this teach us? Each, and from this we learn that each one of these three stages of the Zrikis are separate for themselves. Now, based on this they said, 
And Rashi here explains that the Mikan Omri really refers to what's going to come after, not on what we're going to say right now. But the Gemara first starts off this halacha with the following point. Nasan miktsas matonis shebifnim. If you were doing that veda in the kaidah shekedoshim, and you did part of the zirik is there, and then v'nishpach adam, the blood spilled in the middle. Yavi damacher, you have to bring new bloods. V'yaschol betchilob matonis shebifnim. You have to start all over again from the beginning. This is the Tanakama, like we had in our Mishnah, this opinion as well. But they say, no, ain't a maschil, elamimakim shapasak. If the blood spilled, you start exactly from where you stopped. If you completed all of these rikis done in the Kaidash Akadashim, and then the Nishpachadam, and then the blood spilled before you began the next stage in the Heichal and so on. Now you bring, you bring the new bloods, and everybody agrees what you do. You start over there by the next stage of the Matanah You don't have to start again from the beginning of the Matanah of the Kaidah So this is what the Mekan Omru is going on. The Mekan Omru is going on this Gomar. That between one stage and another, if the blood spills, it's considered to be separate, like the Pasuk indicates. There's Kaidash, there's Oyel Mayed, and there's Mizbeach, and therefore if the blood spills in between, you start from the new stage, not from before. Now the Braise goes through the same process, the same Achleikas regarding the other stages here. Nasan miktsas matanis If you did part of the Aveda of the bloods that has to be done inside the Heichel, the Nishpach Adam, and in the middle, the blood spilt. Yavida Machi, you have to bring new blood, the Yaschel, so the Tanakama says, Yaschel betchilo Start all over again from this stage, from the bloods in this Heichel. You, you, have, you have to bring new blood and you begin from where you stop. You don't have to start from the beginning again. If you completed this full stage of all the bloods being sprayed in the Heichal and now the blood spilled, you bring new blood. You start from the next stage of the Matanis of the Mizbech and I don't have to go back to the beginning. That, that everyone agrees to. Going to the next stage, the same thing. You sprayed part of the blood that have to go onto the Mizbeach. And now, the blood spills in the middle. You bring new blood. The says, you start over from the beginning of this stage, from the start of all these Matanas on the Mizbeach. Wherever it's spilled, that's from where you begin again. Now, the Braise concludes. If you finish spraying all the bloods on the Mizbech, this is the last stage of the Zrikis, and now the Nishbach Adam, the blood spills, everybody agrees that the rest of the blood that usually would have to be taken to be spilled under the Yisoyed, on the foundation of the Mizbech, that is not a must, and therefore you don't have to shech the carbon all over again to go and pour the blood on the Yisoyed of the Mizbech. That's the Smachleikis that we had in the Mishnah. The Bryce just spelled out all three of the stages of the Zrikis here. So now the Gemara brings the source and the basis for their machlekes. Both of them base their opinion on the same Pasik. Because there's a Pasik, and this is in, 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 in Parshish Kisisa, when it talks about the Mizbeach Apnimi. So there it says what the purpose of the Mizbeach is, that what you do, you take Midam, Chatas Akipurim, from the, uh, the Karbonis of the Chatas of Yom Kippur, Achas Bashana, once a year, and you put it, you put it on this Mizbeach. So how do you dash this? Chatos, Achas Bashana. Rabmei Yisava, Rabmei understands this Pasik. Chatos, Achas, Amartilach. All of the blood being sprayed has to be coming from one 
chatos. It can't be coming from two chatos. So if the blood spills in, in the middle of your process, you can't bring the new carbon, a second chatos, and just complete from where you left off. Because then you're going to have these zrikes being done by two chatos. You have to start from the beginning that it should be done only from one chatos. It says chatos and then it says achas, pashana. That's the Tanakhama, Rab Meir. The Gemara here says the Tanakhama is Rab Meir. Stam Mishnah is Rab Meir. Rab Lazar, Rab Shimon Sabri. But they all know when it says chatos, it's not referring to the actual carbon. It's referring to the action of the spraying of the blood. Chitui echod amartiloch. The Pasuk is saying that these zrikas, these sprayings, chitui means the actual sprayings of the blood. It has to be done only once, and not twice. So if it's spilled in the middle, you can't start over from the beginning because then you're going to have certain zrikas that are being done twice. The Tate is saying that it should be done only once. And even if it spills, it should not be repeated a second time. So that's their is based on this Pasuk. Does it refer to the actual carbon, chatos, or to the action of the spraying of the bloods? The Gemara brings in here other applications of this machlekes of the Tanakhama or of Meir and Lezer of Shimon in a case where it's spilled, whether we apply their machlekes in other cases as well. And the Gemara starts off with Mitzayda. Tanya Amar So we learned in Abraise that Rabbi said, Li Cholak Rabbi Yaakov Belugin. To me, Rabbi Yaakov came and said that when it comes to the Lugin, which is the uh, amount of oil that we used to spray for, for a Mitzayda. By a Mitzayda, there was oil that was brought, that was sprayed towards the inside of the base of Mikdash, and then it was placed on the thumb and on the big the toe of the Mitzayda. Then it was also placed on his ear. So that blood, it's not blood, sorry, it's oil actually. This blood that was, oil again, that was used for the Mitzayda, over there, Rabbi Yaakov told me that if it's spilled in the middle, this is different than... Over here, when it spills, when the blood spills in Yom Kippur. And what, how is it different? The Gemara doesn't even spell this out. But Rashi explains that when it comes to the blood of Yom Kippur, so we had here the Machlaikis. Do you have to start over from the beginning? Or do you continue where you're holding? And that was based on this Pasuk of Chatos. What does Chatos mean? So Rabbi Yaakov told Rabbi that over here, B'nigayat to the oil that spills by the Mitzayda, everybody agrees that from the place where you stop, that's where the place you have to continue. You don't start again from the beginning. And Rashi says, the reason is, if you look at Rashi, he brings the Pasik, because the Lashon of the Pasik is, Loig Echad Shaman. You take one lug of oil. So Loig Echad Shaman means only one lug. You can't, if it spills, you can't use a second lug, and therefore everybody will agree, everybody will agree over here that if it's spilled, sorry, I said it wrong before, if it's spilled, everybody will agree that you have to start from the beginning. Not that you take off from where you left off. Everybody will agree that here you have to start from the beginning because you only could use one lug. You can't use two lugin to start off where you, where you interrupted. So here there's no machlekes. That's what Rebbe reported in the name of Rabbi Yaakov. But the Gemara asks him, there's, there's a clear b'raise that says not so, but v'loy, is, is, is it, did they not argue? Did Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yezah and Rabbi Shimon not have their same machlekes regarding a mitzayre? V'atanya, we learned clearly in a b'raise. Nosan mikzas matanis shebifnim. If you took this oil and you sprayed it towards the Beis HaMikdash, it's not actually taken inside. It's sprayed towards the inside. And you did part of it, I think it has to be sprayed seven times. Yeah, so he was sprayed it part of them towards the inside and and then the lug of oil spilled Yavi so the Tanakhama says Yavi lugach v'yaschel b'tchila and the, you have to start, start again all over Just bring another lug and start from the beginning v'matonis shebeichel 
the Yaschel Betchila, you have to start again in the beginning, the Matonis and the Matonis that are being done in the Hechel. I believe it, it refers to these Matonis that you spray towards the inside. That's the Tanakama. Rabbelazov, Rabshimen, Aymrim. Rabbelazov and Rabshimen say, Mimokim Shaposaku Maschil. From exactly where you stop, that's from where you begin. So you see clearly the same exact Machlaikis that we said before Ayim Kippur applies over here to the Mitzayda. Gomar Matonis Shebeichol. If you finish the Matonis of the Heichol, the oil that was used to spray inside, and now the Nishbach Halug, and now the Lug spilled. What do you do? Yavi lug acher v'yaschol betchila b'matanishah b'behainis. You start with the matanis that are placed on the behainis, on the thumb and on the, the finger of the the, the, the the foot of the kain of, of the mitzayda. That is what's what's the brayse uh, saying over here? Exactly the same thing like we said before regarding Yom Kippur. If the blood spills in between one stage and another, you don't have to start over from the beginning. Same thing over here. This oil also has two stages. The sta- first stage is the oil that is used to spray towards the base of Mikdash, towards the inside. Then the next stage is that you take that oil and you place it on the thumb and on the, on the foot. So if it spills in between, everybody agrees that you don't have to go back to the first stage, you just start with the second stage. Then what happens if in the second stage, in the middle, the oil spills, you have to bring a new log, you have to start again from this stage, from the beginning of placing the blood on the, on the thumb and so on. Again, they argue that you begin from there where you stop. Now what happens, there's actually a third stage here. What do you do with, the, with this oil after you place it on the, on the thumb and then after you place it on the ears, what do you do afterwards? So if you finish all of those matones, and then it's spilled, everybody agrees, the, blood, the oil here that's placed on the head of the Mitzayre, that's not necessary to be done. If you have leftover oil, you place it on his head. But if you don't have leftover oil, it's not placed on his head. Rashi brings the positive. You place on his head. So if you don't have leftover oil, everybody agrees you don't have to bring more oil to do this. So now, the point is, over here you see clearly, the same achleikas of Rab Meir, Rab Lazar, Rab Shimon, that's over there in Yom Kippur, applies to the Mitzayra. So we say that Rab Yaakov said that it does not apply. So the Gemara changes it. Eime, so to say, Li, Shana, Rab Yaakov, Bilugin, Rab Yaakov taught me that the same achleikas that applies in Yom Kippur applies here also regarding the lug that was brought for the Mitzayra. Now the Gemara goes uh, and explains one the last detail that it said here in this Braisa. Omamar, what did it say? Matonis Arosh, Eimakfais. The oil used to place on the head of the Mitzayda, if that's spilled and it couldn't be done, that does, it's not necessary, you don't have to bring more oil. My time, uh, what's the reason? All the other Matanis, if it spills, you have to bring more. Why doesn't this have to be brought again? More to be able to do this. is the reason Because it refers to this as only Naisar, that if it's leftovers, then you pour it on his head. So maybe that indicates that only if it's leftovers, but if it's spilled, so then you don't have to do it. But if that's the case, Elameyato, if that, that expression means that it's not a must, that it should be there, if so, say the same thing regarding every single carbon mincha. The Taita uses the expression by a carbon mincha, min ha mincha. What happens by a mincha? You have all the flour and the oil that was brought for the carbon mincha. The kain takes off a kaimitz 
And then there's the leftovers that are going to be eaten by the Kayanim or by the owner. And over there, Hachanami, are you going to say there as well, that the leftovers of the Mincha after you take off the Kayim, it don't have to remain there? And if it spills, it's okay. But we know that that's not the halacha. As Rashi here brings this, and we learned it once before, that that left, leftovers, after you take off the kaimitz, has to remain fully intact in order to be able to bring the kaimitz. If any of it spills, then you can't even be makir of the kaimitz. So we see when the Tater writes Vahani Seres, it has to be there all the way, completely. And if it spills, it's not good. So why there when it says Vahnoisim and Hashem, are we saying that if it spills, you don't have to bring more oil? So the Gemara answers that it's different. Shani Hasam over there by the Mitzayit it's different. Tichsev because if you hear the Torah uses this expression of leftovers twice. The first time it says Umiyeser that you have the oil that you use to spray towards the Heichol inside the base of Mikdash, and then it says, what do you do with the leftovers of that? You put it on the on the on the, on the thumbs and on his ears and so on. That's the first time it says leftovers umiyeser, and then it says again. And if there's even leftovers of that vehanoiser, then the leftovers of the leftovers you pour on his head. So over here, because it says twice the expression of leftovers, on that I say that if it's not, if it actually isn't leftover, if it spills, that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to bring more. <coughs> the Gemara continues now and applies this machloikis of Rab Meir and Rab Shimon regarding if it uh, spills, if you have to start over from the beginning of not, regarding another one of the karbonas of the Mitzayre. Rabbi Yechelen, Rabbi Yechelen says, Asham Mitzayre, the Mitzayre has to bring three karbonas actually, a Mitzayre, a Asham that is, and a Chatos, and the, uh, and the oil I believe. So the Asham of the Mitzayah, it was Shechtet Shalei Lishma. What happens if you Shechtet Karban Shalei Lishma? So this is, to understand the Gemara, it's only with what Rashi here brings, that the Gemara says in the beginning of Zvachim, any carbon Shechtet Shalei Lishma on the base of Mikdash, the rule is, the carbon itself is kosher. It doesn't require the Lishma for the carbon itself to be kosher. But the obligation that the owner had in bringing this carbon, he did not fulfill his obligation. He's going to have to bring the carbon again. That's the rule with all carbonists right in the beginning of Masech Tzvachim. So here the Metzayda brings this carbon, the carbon is a kosher carbon. You can do all the Avedis with the carbon, all the Zrikis and everything. But for the, for the owner, he, didn't, he has to bring a carbon over again. But now there's an issue here. Could you bring a second carbon or not? Will this Mitzayda be able to correct this and bring a second Arsham? This is going to be dependent on this Machlaikis of Rab Meir, Rab Lazar, Rab Shimon. How? Rab Meir, the Omar, Yavi, Achiv, Yaschel, Betchila. Rab Meir, it says that if the blood spills in the middle of the process where you were spraying the bloods. So then, what you do is you bring a new carbon and you start over from the beginning. So, Hachanami, here as well, Yavi, Achiv, Yishchait. Let him bring a new carbon asham, let him shecht it again, and let, let him start from the beginning. As Rashi explains, because what you, what you see from Rabbi Meir's opinion is, if it spills in the middle, so all these rikas that you've done until here, until this point, are null and void. void. You have to start over from the beginning. So therefore, it's the same thing with this carbon asham. Even if you brought this asham, and you, you did all the avidus with it, you sprayed the blood with this asham, but it's all worthless. Because since with the bailim it didn't work, you start all over again, and you bring a second asham, and there's no problem. But according to Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi you're going to run into a problem. They say, When the blood spills, so the blood that you did, the zrikis that you've done, are good. You just have to continue from where you left off. 
So if so, Rashi explains over here as well, since this carbon itself is a kosher carbon, even if it wasn't effective for you, but the carbon itself is a kosher carbon, so whatever was done is done. You can't consider it to be completely null and void. If you're going to want to bring a second carbon again to make up for the fact that you weren't Yitzhi, you're Chiyov, so now what's going to happen is you're basically bringing two carbon oshams. This Mitzayit is doing two carbon oshams. What's the problem with that? So Rashi here brings the Pasik. It says that the, the Mitzayir has to bring a keves echad osham. Only one. Only one osham, not two. So therefore, he's going to have a problem. So therefore, hacha ain't le takana. He can't bring a second carbon osham. Because it's going to come out, he had the first carbon osham, which was effective, where the carbon itself was kosher. And now he's bringing a second carbon osham. So it's two instead of one. So he's stuck. This is a Mitzayir that will never be able to do the karbonus properly to be able to sanctify himself. That's what... Who's this? Rabbi Yechenin said the application of the Machlekes over here. Maskefler Rav Chister. Rav Chister asked on this. You're telling me that only Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Shimon say that he's going to have a problem? That he can't bring a second carbon? Even Rabbi Meir would agree to that. Because Siv over here in the Pasuk when it says that the, that the Mitzayir has to bring a carbon, it says clearly there's an extra word saying that he only brings one carbon for the Asham. And not in a second one. See, if he made a mistake and he said he did it to you cannot bring a second one over here. Even Rab May would agree. Kashia. This remains a question. And therefore, Rab Yechenin's pshat to apply the machlaikis here is difficult to understand. Here everyone agrees because of this limud of eyesight. But nevertheless, the Gemara brings a braise that proves what Rab Yechenin said. We have in Abraise exactly what Rabbi Yechenin said. So you didn't do everything that was supposed to be done. One of the things that has to be done is that the blood is also placed on the fingertips of this Mitzayra, on his thumb and so on. And you didn't do that. So even though it was Shalaylish and you didn't complete everything to be done with the Mitzayra, but nevertheless the blood is brought in the Mitzayach, and the ton is Sachim, and you bring the Nisachim for this Karpen Asham as well. But for the, for the Mitzayra himself, Vitzarich Asham Acher Lachshira, he's going to have to bring a second Asham. Because it was done Shalaylish he didn't do what he's supposed to be done with the blood, he has to bring a second Asham. So this is clearly like Rabbi Yechanan. So you could bring a second carbon asham. Tzorich, you need to bring a second one. Like Rav Meir's opinion. So Rav Chista said, Rav Chista Malach. Rav Chista that asked the question on Rav Yechenen said, that it says, Oisoy, that you could only bring one. Rav Chista will answer and tell you, my Tzorich, you know what Tzorich here means? Tzorich, he, he needs to. He would have to bring a second one because it wasn't done right. But but it can't be done because it says, Oisoy, he, he, he needs to, but he can't. And he's stuck. That's what it meant to say. So the Gemara asks them that, is that how you learn a b'raisa? V'toni tanet tzarech? There's a b'raisa use this term tzarech, that he needs to do so. And what the b'raisa really means to say is ve'en loy takana, that it can't be done. Tzarech usually means he needs to do it and he could get it done. That's what tzarech here means. So the Gemara says, yes, in sometimes the word tzarech could mean that it has to be done this way and he can't do it. And the Gemara brings a source for this. V'hatanya, like we learned in a b'raisa regarding a nazir. Nazir memayret. Now nazir that's bold. One of the things that a Nazar has, has to do when he comes at, at the completion of his Naziris is, is to shave off all of his hair that he didn't cut for whatever a while he was a Nazar. And then that hair is, is, is burnt by the, by the pot of the, whatever, by, by the carbonus of the Naziris. So what happens if the Nazar is bald? He has no hair to cut. So he needs to go with the blade and, and, uh, and cut off the hair. He has to 
put it over his head. says. If he has no hair, so then he doesn't have to do this. Now, what did Beishamai mean when he said Tzarech? He has no hair. Rabbavine explained, When Beishamai says he needs to do so, what he meant to say is Tzarech. Since the Torah says he has to cut his hair, he has to do this, but he has no hair, and therefore there's nothing he can do. So he's stuck. So here we see that the term Tzarech means that he has to do so, but he can't do it. Same thing before regarding the Mitzayre. That the Tzarech means that he, can, he has to do it, but he can't do it. But the Gemara brings an argument on this. This argues on the way that Pedos understood Beshame's opinion. Because he understood that Tzarech means that he has to do so and he actually does it. This Mishnah here regarding this Mitzayre, this Nazir that is, that's bold. And Rabbi says the same thing as well in Abraise. The Tanya, Abraise, or the Tanan in a Mishnah. What happens with a Nazir or a Mitzayre that does not have the tips of his fingers? He was cut off. Or Bayan Regal. He doesn't have the tips of, his, of the finger for his feet that he has to put the blood on it. Because he's missing those tips, so he could never, he, he could never be done. You can never place it on that place. That's the Tanakhama. Rabbi Laza says, you put it on wherever, whatever he does have of the, where we're in his body, in that area. So even if it was cut off the tips, you put it there, and he's yaitza with that. That's uh, what Rabbi Laza says. So what Rabbi Pedas is saying is that according to Rabbi Shammai, it's the same thing. Even if you don't have hair to cut off, what does he do? He goes with a blade on his head in the area where he would have hair, as if he's cutting off his hair. So therefore, tzadach actually means that you do so. In such a case where a person doesn't have the tips of his fingers to be done on the, where it's usually done on the right hand, so he goes to the left hand. But the other, it can be done on the left hand. Okay, so this concludes there, this section, this machlaikis, whether you could apply the machlaikis of Rabmeyeh. The Gemara continues, we learned in Abraisim regarding the halacha uh, of how the blood was received by a Mitzayda. So we learned, it says over there in the Pasuk, you take from this blood of the Asham for the Mitzayda, the carbon of the Mitzayda. So how do you take this blood? I would think that, it's, that you take it like it's usually done by every carbon inside a keli. That's why it's always done when you receive the blood of a carbon. Therefore, the Pasuk of here says, right after it says, that you place that blood on the uh, body of the Mitzayda, on his hands, on his feet, and so on. Just like when it says, that's done with the hands of the Kayin. So too, when he receives the blood, the Kayin is receiving the blood directly into his hand, and from there, he's placing it on the body of the Mitzayda. I would think that this is also true regarding the blood of this carbon ashram. That's then going to also be sprayed in the Mizbeach. That the Kayin receives it in his hand. Tamad Laima, the Pasuk there comes and clarifies and says, Ki That we compare the Chatos to the Asham, which means, who? Ma Chatos to Nekeli. Just like when you receive the blood of a Chatos, it's done with a Keli. Af Asham to Nekeli. Here, even though the Torah came and made a distinction that you receive in your hands, that's this new zrike that's done on the, on the body of the Mitzayre. But what's done on the Mizbeach, that still goes back to the way it's done by the Chatas and it's done in a Keli.
So it's a nimtzis atoemes. If so, it comes out when it comes to the blood of the you need two kainim to receive the blood. Echad biyad, one kainim receives one kain receives the blood in his hands to be placed on the mitzayir himself, and vechad bekeli, another kain with a keli like every chatos. Zeshekib bekeli balayet zemizbech, the one that received it in the mitzayir will come and use it to spray in the mitzayir. Zeshekib biyad balay eitzel mitzayir, and the one that received it in his hands will come to the mitzayir to spray it on the body of the mitzayir.